Welcome to the Six Minute States. I'm Simon Delarue and I'm sitting on the steps of the Royal Court with Helen Bowditch and we've been following all of the procedures on this day one of this early September States meeting and as we fully expected the subject dominating debate today was that of education, Helen. That's right, that was the real meat of the day and that took up all afternoon and uh, some of the morning as well. And I suppose really the headline really from today's debate is that education, sport and culture, they look very much on track to get their plans uh, across the line in this week's states debate. They've overcome several challenges today. There was a challenge from Deputy Jonathan Atok. He loves the idea of 11 to 18 schools and he was suggesting, look, why don't we look at having three 11 to 18 schools? schools to 11 to 18 schools that obviously wasn't acceptable to the community but three 11 to 18 schools could really work and there was a there was a lot of debate on this there were some really long speeches um one theme that Kate w- w- was sort of coming up was this idea that um if education sport and culture get the go ahead it could mean uh, this sort of mass exodus of pupils from the state schools into the private sector because parents some parents are keen for their kids to be in 11 to 18 establishments but obviously to send your kid to a a private college is 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 very expensive so that is not an option um that's going to be for everyone so uh you know deputy sasha hasn't saver miller said that option is just going to be for for wealthy people so that was one of the uh, the themes of it and also education was saying look the problem with 311 to 18 schools is that the sixth forms would be absolutely tiny uh, in those schools and there would have to be all this sort of moving around of pupils and teachers. It just won't work. They also said that the teachers have told us it absolutely won't work. Um, so Deputy Jonathan Tox Amendment, that was defeated pretty pretty soundly. And uh, then we got on to Deputy Gavin St. Pierre's amendments, which you, you listened in on that. That's one. right, yeah. And um, his aim was to, well, first of all, he was wanting to um, uh, send them away to sort of rethink um, but uh, he knew that there was a risk that would fall down so he had another sort of backup plan uh, set up which is what he had to rely on in the end and actually the, it was interesting to note the pattern of voting whereby he lost that first attempt was very similar to the one whereby uh, Deputy Latoc uh, lost his amendment so we're seeing already pretty firmly established uh, patterns of voting on these issues for education with a few differences here and there, a few waverers if you like. Um, And so uh, what he then was effectively doing was asking all of the deputies to just note a series of, as he put it, facts, which uh, he um, was um, quite obviously putting... Uh, out front to, as he as he explained, to ensure that they were doing making all these decisions if they were going to approve ESC's proposals with their eyes open, so that you know everyone understood that this is, for example, going ahead without the support of teachers because 87% of those who responded to a survey uh, were against it, etc., etc. And there were there was eight to O, I think, of these um, uh, uh, things to note about what was wrong with what sort we were defici- about to do. Deficiencies, yeah. really, wasn't it, with the uh, with with what he sees as ESC plan, but uh, and, and Deputy Dudley Owen was fuming I've, about this. Yeah, it was quite I've never evident. heard her so cross. Actually. Yeah, she was and, obviously very upset about it. Yeah, she was, and uh, in fact, she had to be. Um, uh, told off by the bailiff for coming uh, perilously close to accusing 
Deputy St. Pierre of lying. Mm-hmm. In fact, she's um, being dishonest. Yeah. 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 And and um, had you know, he was she did say that he was deliberately putting forward falsehoods. Uh, so you know that is pretty yes. much tantamount yeah. saying he lied. Um, but and the bailiff uh, said it, it. She it was very close to incurring his wrath, yeah. wrath which yes. made me think of the Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> that yeah. you know. Yeah, some sort of uh, is it a sword or pendulum swing might swing down at some importune moment and take someone out. Fire or yeah. something. Yeah. But um, but. A, Deputy St. Pierre did have an opportunity to respond to that because it was his amendment and uh, he said well okay uh, I understand that you're um, not happy about this the way I'm doing this but you haven't actually pointed out what if anything is actually inaccurate in any of these things that I put forward which indeed she hadn't but anyway it fell that that uh, proposition from his uh, went by the way and then that just left us uh, in education with that one last amendment which has begun but will resume tomorrow and this is that from Deputy Mark Ledbetter who is a former education uh, committee member himself um, who is attempting to bring the one and only amendment that would actually save Lamada Cartwright High School from closure uh, and he gave a very impassioned speech in which he said that you know he gave a lot of statistics saying this is the best performing all ability school on the island we've just gone down the all ability route why would we now close it and um, he quoted lots of statistics showing that it's uh, performing extremely well and outperforming the other two schools uh, and then he he started waxing lyrical at the end and it, started quoting it well, was lovely it was lovely <laughs> he'd yeah. rewritten a, of his own version of the lyrics to three lions because he wrote his speech back in july when this was supposed to be debated oh, yeah. and um yeah so th- look out for that in your paper um <laughs> because uh, yeah he was just trying to uh, perhaps um uh, encourage members t- with the idea that uh, 20 years of hurt haven't stopped them dreaming and maybe yes. they can c- still keep the school open. Oh, we've only got 20 seconds to say what was in the rest of the state. So there wasn't a whole bunch of super interesting stuff. Uh, Deputy Liam McKenna, though, he's um, stepped away from the Guernsey party. You had a chat with him, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And um, he was uh, very keen on um, bringing forward uh, proposals in the next meeting in, uh, later in September for the tax review that will come back on um, uh, spending uh, without a GST but at the same time he's extremely keen to protect um, the, the, the one example he kept uh, mentioning is um, carers people caring 24-7 for uh, their relatives who he said are just not getting enough money um, and so the, he, it was quite a long conversation I had with him uh, details again in your paper yeah. on that but he, that was to explain that he's uh, he's moved from the Guernsey party and indeed moved chairs he's now sitting with the Alderney reps uh, towards the back of the chamber Oh, very yeah, nice. Well, so they're very friendly, so he'll be, he'll be fine. He likes to chat, I think, so, yeah, yeah, he'll be happy with them. Well, should we wrap it up? I think we're better. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's all the main things that <laughs> happened today. So uh, we'll be back, of course, for coverage of day two when we go back uh, straight onto that subject of the potential closure or uh, saving of Lamada Cartrip High School. Bye for now.